We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What does it like to be the reason why we are 6-0? Um... Because you play so much defense, you play very hard on both ends of the floor. Yeah. Offensive rebound daggers. So what goes into that on a daily basis? Um, you know, JB and, and Ju going for, for 40. RJ over there hooping. You know, Mitch blocking and rebounding, man. Quick, quick. It wasn't a goal ten. Quick uh, coming off the bench, giving us 20, man. When, y'all, when they do that, man, it's easy to, to win, man. So. Good, good coaching, too. Josh Hart, number three on the floor, number one in our hearts. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you? Emmanuel, quickly, you are welcome to take my job anytime. MK21, second game in a row. Hart, IQ, closing. I'm here for it. I mean, that's a... Again, there's no question what their best unit is. Their best unit is Brunson, Randall, um, Hart, quickly, and Mitch. It's, it's, it just is what it is right now. You know? And if RJ's having a great game or Hart's having a great game or maybe even Hartenstein's having a great game, maybe Obi having a great, you know, any of those guys having a great game, a little tougher with Obi, but like if those other three are having a great game, like they might find themselves in there. But that's the, it's their best five. It's their best five. So I'm glad they closed. Greg Film Stuff, thank you for the very generous contribution, my friend. F Boston, first off. Second, Grimes not getting his first shot until the third quarter is ridiculous, as well as Barrett going um, 0-4 in the first half. I don't know what you mean by Barrett going 0-4 in the first half. Barrett definitely made some shots in the first half, maybe the first quarter. Uh, the ball needs to move more with the starters. I do not know where this team is without IQ. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it at the start with Grimes. Um, he gets marginalized. That's going to happen. It's going to happen where he when he shares the floor with those other three players. Should it happen? No. Is it something they can improve on? Yes. They did not do a great job of it. This game, they have been better at it most of the time. Like Grimes usually gets the ball more. He usually shoots the ball more. I don't know exactly what his... Uh, I'll look it up actually as we're going through the Super Chats, but like... He's not, you know, trying to think of a guy who has an extraordinarily low usage rate in the NBA, but he's not one of those guys that has like a bottom, a, you know, bottom basement level usage. Um, but I will, I will look it up because it, 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 I agree with you, but I think you're being maybe a little bit too, too harsh on, on this particular point, even if it might be deserved tonight. 
next up, thank you again for the contribution, Greg. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian Ferg? We're not a contender this year, but there isn't a team in this league that scares me. Tibbs has this team prepared to play anybody, and they believe. The league's in an interesting place right now. Um, by the way, Grimes' usage rate this year is 13, 12.9 to be exact. So actually, Greg Filmstuff, you know what? I probably owe you an apology. That is in the 16th percentile league-wide for wings. Now, wings are relied upon to generate a lot of offense in the NBA this year. Still, 13, 12.9 rather. That's a low usage rate. Should get that up to 15 or 16. So agreed, they have to be better. Not going to kill them over it, though. Anyway, Haitian. Um, yeah, the league's in an interesting place right now. There are no super teams. I don't think we really have the threat of a super team before next year. You know, that said, this is still a league where you got to deal with where, where you have teams that are got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Still have Kawhi and PG-13. You got the soon-to-be three-time MVP with some nice talent around him. You know, Memphis looms. They're, they're, we've been talking for years about there maybe a trade away. Um, you know, and I haven't even mentioned East, who East speaks for itself. Like, So there may not be the team that really scares you, but you know, there's a lot of really, there's a lot of really good teams, really, really good teams. So it's a tough league right now. Uh, let's see where they're at the rest of this year. And as you say, let's see what happens next year. Thanks, Asian. Appreciate you, man. Connor, what's going on, Connor? How do you feel about the Heat Hawks Raptors chances to catch the Knicks? The Hawks and Raptors seem iffy. If Miami is Miami still a threat or are the Knicks secure at five? Man, there's 19 games to go, and the Knicks have a not a big enough lead for me to say that they are secure. Even if we say that the Nets are not going to catch them, which I feel pretty comfortable saying the Knicks are going to be better than the Nets from here on in, I, I say lightly. The Heat are two back in the loss column. Um, the Hawks are three back in the loss column. Like that's that's a that's that you can make that up in two weeks. So the Knicks have to be careful. They have their work cut out for them. Um, can't take any game for granted. And again, I will say it: these next two games, and specifically Friday night, that is a big game. They won this game, so it's tough for me to say, like, I think that game is bigger than the game tonight. But, like, I think that Friday night game is very significant because I am not counting out the Heat or the Hawks, for that matter. Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? Remember two months ago debating if IQ was worth trading for a protected first? Uh, I don't know. if Did I have that debate? Go go find go find an old clip. I'm, God knows I say a lot of crap. I was never on board with that. I know there were people that were perhaps on board with that. Uh, I'd trade my left nut before seeing the Knicks trade him. It's great. Uh, please don't do that. Let's go Knicks fifth for five. Fifth for hashtag five. Right. 
Everybody hang on to your nuts. Uh, Joshua Levine. Put Mitch on ice for 20 games. The last few weeks, I've been saying RJ was our X factor the rest of the season, but it's likely going to be Mitch. Um, Look, they showed they could win without Mitch. They're not going to... They're they are my two cents. They're not a threat to win a playoff series without Mitch Robinson. So, and like, and playoff positioning is important. Like the notion that they could mothball anybody among their top nine, I'm not sure that's realistic. Like, yes, they're deep and they have a lot of guys who contribute and the whole thing. And yes, they do have Deuce sitting in reserve and Fournier sitting in reserve. And like those guys could give you minutes Fournier in particular. And I'm happy. Another thing about Benji that I thought he did a good job pointing out um, the fact that like Evan Fournier is still a good basketball player, even though he's not playing basketball for this team right now. Uh, like they have moves that they can mo- mo- like go to for them to play at this level. They need all of these guys. And I do believe they need to play at this level to secure the sort of playoff spot that they want to try to make as Josh Hart, it's not me, it's Josh Hart to make the type of run that they think that they could maybe make. <clears throat> so nobody gets to go in balls. Thanks, Joshua. Jessica with another one. Josh Hart goes coast to coast so, so often you could call him Art Bell. Let's go next. Jessica, your references are absolutely the best. Second to none. Uh, Ryan Arong with another one. Also, the Sixers lost again. I hope you're watching, Joel. It is, I will say it again. I'm not saying the Sixers have the most pressure on them of any team in the league. I actually don't know who that team would be. Who has the most pressure on them going into the playoffs? It might be the Sixers. Like if you talk about teams that if they lost the first round playoff series, how disastrous would it be? Um, Sixers might be number one. So from that perspective, man, Joel, you, you're getting up there in years, buddy. It's the elephant in the room. Everybody's watching. Kane Marco, take mob general. Tell me. We can't go 14 and five for the remainder. Say it and mean it. You can't. We're getting 50 wins, sir. This fourth seed is on the way. Um, <clears throat> boy. By the way, pour one out for uh, for uh, Lamelo Ball, who apparently fractured his ankle tonight. Like that sucks. That guy's he's a fun player to watch, and he's a good player. And you never want to see that. Um, and they had been playing pretty well. They'd won four in a row uh, heading into tonight. I don't. Did they? Did they win tonight? Yes, they. They won. So they've won now five in a row. The uh, how about this? Talk about things that you probably did not anticipate. Here are the three longest winning streaks in the league right now: Milwaukee Bucks, four, winners of fourteen in a row; the New York Knicks, winners of six in a row. And your third longest winning streak in basketball, the Charlotte Hornets, winners of five in a row. But yeah, they lose they lose Mello, Lamelo to a fractured ankle. Um, I thought of that because I'm thinking of the next rest of their schedule. Um, 
despite being winners of five in a row, I think Charlotte's going to be the one game in the immediate future you're going to look at and be like, okay, they could get a win there. Um, I'll just run through the schedule real quick. Brooklyn, at Miami, at Boston, Charlotte, West Coast trip, at Sacramento, Clippers, Lakers, Portland. Hello, Damian Lillard. We see you. <clears throat> back home, Denver, Minnesota. Then back on the road at Miami, at Orlando. And here's where it starts to ease up. Houston, then another matchup with Miami. It's amazing. We play Miami freaking four times all in the last 30 games of the year. That is wild that the schedule makers did that. <clears throat> uh, and then at Cleveland, Washington at home. At Indiana, at New Orleans, you want to talk about a reeling team, and then Indiana again. Uh, there's a chance to make up some serious ground if need be over those that last two weeks, two three weeks. But like the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games, it's no picnic, man. It's no picnic. You want you want to tell me they're going to go? Seven and four in those next 11 games. Mm. I don't know about that. That's tough. That's really tough. And if they do it, I'll remember this comment. So good job by you preemptively. Corey McConkey, the way this team turned late firsts, late first capital and second rounders into impact players for this team is so key. I am thrilled. With the thrilled, he's thrilled. Corey's thrilled with the front office and the staff. Um, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel, quickly, 25th picks in the draft. Mitchell Robinson, second round pick. Um, Deuce McBride, second round pick, even though he's not uh, playing for them right now. Uh, who am I forgetting um, that is? playing meaningful minutes for them. I said quickly, um, I said Grimes, I said Mitch. I guess we could throw in uh, Josh Hart, right? So you're talking about late first round draft capital, right? So as of right now, the Knicks are slated to have like the 23rd or 22nd pick in the draft. I think swapping the 22nd or 23rd pick for the right to pay Josh Hart his next contract and get Josh Hart for the remainder of the season. I think that's pretty worth it, especially when you when you have another pick in your back pocket with the Mavs pick this year. I think that's worth it. That's a pretty good trade off. Busy prediction for the rest of the year: fourth seed, second round, take it to the bank. Hashtag extend Tibbs. Hashtag Hall of Fame Tibbs. Hashtag Tibbs can't take a shit. Can take a shit on my lawn. That's a frightening uh, visual, Busy. But thank you for it. I appreciate it. As far as... <laughs> man, if Tibbs, if Tibbs gets... Going back to Robert Cross's comments. If Tibbs got this team to the Eastern Conference Finals, that... That would not that would be a not insignificant you know bolstering of his of his chances at the Hall of Fame and if you think I'm nuts go go look at his wins his winning percentage 
he's give him another couple of years to get uh, accumulate some more wins. He doesn't have that one big. He doesn't have a championship. He doesn't have a finals appearance. He's probably going to need a finals appearance to really to make the hall. Might need a championship to make the hall. Um, mm, two coach of the year trophies though. Don't count him out of the ballot for this year. Uh, we'll see. Uh, James Choi. What's going on, James? Victory poop for everybody. Victory poops. Heart allows everyone bat else to play their natural games, especially Emmanuel quickly. Not a great game from Jalen. Not a great game from Jalen Brunson. And we win. Mitch is back. Fourth seed. Hashtag 53 wins. A lot of fourth seed energy, man. I don't see for me with how good this team's been on the road. Like four or five, like if they get into that four or five, I'll, 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 I'll be happy with that. I mean, again, I'm still someone who like you told me today that they're going to finish in the sixth spot. I, I think long and hard about signing for that. I, I, but I agree at this point, sitting here right now at this point, I, I agree. The expectation should be at least the five seed, which is not to say that we should be disappointed or like, Critical if they end up in the sixth seed, uh, because again, there are just there's good teams out there, and some of those teams have not played good basketball this year. It doesn't mean they won't play better basketball down the stretch. So the Knicks need to keep doing what they're doing. Dom Cappuccini, uh, what's going on, Dom? Thank you as always, my man. I yelled at my phone two Mondays ago, urging for you to go four and zero. You done messed up again, Macri. LMAO. Hashtag we back and better than ever. So for anybody who doesn't know this week on predictions, Jeremy picked three and one. Even though there were two games against Boston and a game against in Miami and against the Nets. None of these, obviously, give me games. And could have taken four and all the week before. If I had taken it, I would have won the week. I didn't. I lost this week. Same thing. I could have taken four and oh. Didn't do it. Um, I'm not I kind of had a feeling they were going to win this game so I'm not regretting it just yet I'm worried about Friday I am worried about going into Boston and the Nets are listen man you know the Nets game is going to be a tough game so one step at a time one step at a time that's all Sam Stavis, let's buckle up. It looks like this team has learned how to win together. We here again. Hashtag we here with heart. They're a good team. Every year, there's like eight or nine or 10 good teams in the league. Who you look back and you're like, that was a good team. And that was a good team. And that was a good team. They're one of them. They're one of the good teams. The net rating says it. The record says it. The eye test says it. Everything checks out. They're a good team. Teams don't want to play them, I don't think. Dzilla, Mitchell, mother... I'm going to do it. Motherfucking Robinson. Yeah. I love that Mitch is getting so much love tonight. And I'm so happy about it. I've really... <clears throat> I've spent a lot of time thinking about Mitch uh, of late. Maybe it's because they just celebrated the 1973 team. but But just thinking about how... 
how few players have really established a lasting footprint, have been here for a while since the 90s. You know, um, you know, Charlie Ward, Alan Houston, Kurt Thomas. Um, these were the last guys who were really here for a long time, right? And then since then, since those like 2004, 2005, around there, 2006, I forget when Kurt Thomas left before he, I know he came back one more time for the 2012, 13 season, but like since that middle of the, the first decade. So we're talking about a span of almost 20 years. You got mellow who was here for seven years. And the last few of those were not, you know, not a ton of fun. And then after that, it's like you got, you do have a couple of guys who were here for like five and six seasons, but, but Mitch, this is his fifth season here. I don't think he's going anywhere this summer. He's going to be back next year. I hope he's back next year because I, I, the only guy who I think is going to become available via trade who plays that position is not a guy I want here. Uh, so I hope Mitch is back next year. You want to talk about guys that have spent six seasons and been good for six seasons in a Knicks uniform? Again, over the last 20 plus years, I mean, really, go, go, go back further. Go back to the championship years. It's not a long list. You know, there's the guys that I just mentioned. There's Ewing, there's Oakley, there's Starks. Um, I throw Gerald Wilkins in there. Trent Tucker. These guys were here for a while. But like, it's not a huge list. So Mitchell Robinson is adding his name to the, to that list of guys who have really been Knicks for a while and, and, and did good by us while they were here. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and use code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. David Munshine. Thank you for the very generous contribution, David. Appreciate it. Harry Donert. Thank you for the very generous contribution, Harry. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Dzilla, no such thing as an overreaction tonight. It's all called for. Hashtag we back. Love the energy, man. Uh, the energy is so great tonight. 
Um, Anthony Sixto with another one. The Knicks were identifying the doubles and slipping them early. The ball movement off the attack was beautiful. That type of anticipation counter wins us a series. <clears throat> I agree. I My prediction is that teams, that when they get, well, that's what makes Cleveland such a fascinating matchup, right? Is Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley's a really good defensive player already in his second year. is a really good defensive player. I am, I am, I am excited, cautiously optimistic slash excited, potentially, to see Julius Randle take on that challenge. But the real exciting thing if they play Cleveland is obviously Jalen Brunson. And for as much as that series will be about Donovan Mitchell and my God, will it be about Donovan Mitchell in every way, shape or form really from our perspective, that series will be about Jalen Brunson because we know what Jalen Brunson can do against Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Cause he already did it. So does Donovan Mitchell man up in that series and go and do one-on-one or do they send, do they, you know, configure their whole defense of, around trying to give Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland, for that matter, help in defending um, Jalen Bronson. And that's a, you know, and that's fascinating. I'm very curious to see how teams defend the Knicks in the playoffs, whether they play him straight up, whether they challenge their guys to beat him um, or to, to defend them one on one. We'll see. We'll see. But again, I'll go back to it again. A bunch of people have said it tonight, said it over the past several weeks. RJ is going to be key. RJ is going to be key because Brunson and Randall, for as much as they are and uh, can do, and as good as they are, they're going to need. They're going to need RJ. They're going to need him. Joe Dugan, what's going on, Joe? I have a thousand dollars on the Knicks to win the East at plus eight thousand. How you doing, Joe Dugan? My goodness. Um, good luck. Red Sarachek. RJ, if you're reading this, imagine he is. I don't get the sense that RJ's like very on social, but like I do think he hears everything. Um keep your head up. That's a good message to RJ. Is SSP SSP Quentin Grimes is floor Bruce Bowen. Um, and, oh, sweet sweet Prince <laughs> is sweet sweet Prince. Quentin Grimes is floor Bruce Bowen. Seventh Avenue shutdown isn't out of the question. Um, <coughs> Bruce Bowen was an all all league caliber defender. Uh, I don't think Grimes is there just yet. I mean, Grimes could do more with the ball than Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen, you could run him off the line and couldn't do much if you if you ran him off the line. He was a deadly, deadly three point shooter. I mean, I I don't like we could look up the percentages for Bruce Bowen, but like Bruce Bowen was so good of shooting the three. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he led the league at, at least. One year, I kind of want to look that up, but like different, different sort of player. I think they're different. Um, but in terms of like impact, yeah, I think you could have a, a Bruce Bowen level of impact. 
Sure. Absolutely. Now you got me go, want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, Black Ice, Nick's culture caused J- Jason Tatum to quit tonight. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, Jason Tatum didn't want any part of this game anymore. He was, he was done. I hope he's out having a good night in Manhattan. Nah, Jason Tatum's very good. He's going to appear on a lot of MVP ballots, and he should. He would not be on my top two. Keith. Man, Keith, dude, really, it's too kind, man. Seriously, too kind of you. Um, one more because the vibes are immaculate. Emmanuel quickly is built for the New York City stage. I want lifetime contracts for both him and Josh Hart. I will go to war with those two any day. Um, quintessential Knicks. They're quintessential Knicks. Jalen Brunson's a quintessential Nick. Quintessential New Yorker. I know he's not from New York, but like, like, and honestly, I gotta say this. Reading and 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 this is coming from someone who has called out Julius Randle for not maybe him, but like called out some of the narrative building that has taken place around him uh, that I thought was maybe a little bit too manicured. I, when, when Randall, when he talked about getting his mental right um, after the, what was it? The Washington game. And then the Jake Fisher article, Jake Fisher, Jake Fisher interview of Julius Randle from All Star Weekend, and him talking about you know like Kendra looked at me and I was miserable and it's like we got to get away. They went to Italy and kind of got his mind right. Like <clears throat> I, I feel this is a guy that I man I was ready to ship out of town. I feel Julius Randle. Um, you know, and maybe this is just me, like the days are starting to count down until I turn 40 and I'm reflecting on like, you know, what, what, you know, what is life and like, what do you, how do you live your best life? And like, sometimes taking a step back is the right thing. And sometimes kind of, kind of taking a step away is the right thing. And you just, you value the things you value and like balance in life and all this different stuff that nobody wants to hear about. But like hearing Julius talk about that kind of stuff and, and engage how much he engaged with that in order to, to become better this year. That's a, that's a level of toughness that again, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I think he's built for New York city too, for as much as we thought he wasn't last year. So this team has a lot of guys that are built for New York city. And they're making New York City proud right now. And they're making every Knicks fan proud. Uh, which is all you could ask for. You know, championship would be nice before I die. But just give me a team to be proud of. And I'm proud of this team. It's so easy to be proud of this team. Thanks again, Keith. Alex with another one. I'm so glad we didn't trade Obi at the deadline. Me too. This team wouldn't be as good if they traded Obi at the deadline for like, you know, some protected first round pick or some salary flotsam that said I did have a thought today as I was again reflecting on um, 
the Lakers Mavs game last night where I think Jared Vanderbilt had something like 19 rebounds playing a big, important part for the Lakers right now. I did. I did the thought experiment in my own head. I'm like, would this team be better with Jared Vanderbilt in Obi Toppin's place? Um, Here's the thing, though, and it's crazy because like we joke about how like this, the Knicks have t- taken this like incredible weapon and turned him into a floor spacer. His floor spacing is vital. Like they need his floor spacing. And like his three tonight was big and his energy tonight was big and his, his baskets were all big tonight. And like, I still have hope that they could, even though Randall's here and even though Obi's not going to get a ton of minutes, that, that Obi could get back to the player even more of the player, more than we saw tonight, of the player that he's been at times over the last two years. Um, because I think that guy helps them as much as, if not more than like Vanderbilt would have helped them. So, yeah. Thanks, Alex. Red Saracek with another one. Made up a stat of the night. Sponsored by Weiser Rosenblum. <laughs> the Knicks are 1-0 since 1954 when they lose a review Longer than seven minutes, resulting in a leg technical foul. It's fantastic. That is fantastic. That was a weird review. That was very, very strange. I don't know what the hell they were doing with that. But yeah. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate you. As always. Did you read it? Oh. Yeah, that was Red Zarechek did the uh, technical, the the free throw one, the the review one, the two hour mark. My eyes glaze over. Yeah, you're good. Andrew Gladio is the goddamn man. GMAC MVP. GMAC. Well, I guess technically GMAC and GMAC are the same thing, but they are the same thing. You're welcome, Alex. This is in reference to about two hours ago when I went and found his super chat. Yes. Well done. You might as well stay on till the end, right? Might as well. We got about 20 left. Um, I will give a, a quick uh, programming note and a bit of a, an announcement or an update, whatever you want to call it. The Knicks Film School Podcast and the New York Knicks are apparently both trending in the right direction. We are back in the top 20 in America for basketball podcasts. So thank you, everybody, for all your support. Um, I think the best way, if you want to help this number stay where it is, is to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Um, I've put the link in the uh, live chat as we speak. If you're listening to this later, well, you're on a podcast. So if you're listening on iTunes, just review the show there. So, yes. Thank you. What do they call it? A call to action? Uh, Yes. CTA. Look at you. Oh, proud of you. I paid attention to podcasting school. Um, Here, call to action. If you're listening to this right now, if you're watching this right now, do us a solid, man. Uh, man, woman, child, anyone person, out there? Yeah. Person. Um, take take uh, take two minutes because like those, I think those the the with the five star things. That's what that's what like keeps you up in the ratings or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I don't. It probably doesn't take long to put the five stars. It a second. There's actually one that just says you're welcome, GMAC. What do you mean? Like, there's a five star rating that's just you're welcome, GMAC, because I keep. Oh, I got you. Okay, five star yeah, rating. I got there's you. one that I, I pointed out that one just said John is in all caps stubborn, and then went on to say nice things about the the rest of us and the things. Not but lying. five stars, so I say what you want. You know, 
I also, we have a, a, a little thing going on right now where the post game, the pregame show, excuse me, um, part of the process is whoever comes, go give them a five star rating. And it's the oh, yeah. KFS bump that gets to exist. Yes. So I want you to go over to the How About Them Celtics podcast, tell them how much you hate the Celtics, but thank you for going to the next film school podcast. Um, yes. Please, please do all those things. Thank you, everybody. Mm -hmm. it, preemptively, thank you for helping us out with that stuff. That means a lot. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's bang them out. We'll get out of here as uh, quickly as possible. Yes, before one o'clock. It also jumped morning. on me, so I'm scrolling all the way back up. So give me a second. It, um, it, hap it happens it, to the best of us. Andrew. It does. It does. And sometimes, yeah. especially when you get older, right? <laughs> I laid off a very uh, we're, we're this we're, this is KFS after dark. I laid off a joke that I was tempted Why? to make at your expense on the pod yesterday. Give it what is what would it be? Well, first what? of all, I, I haven't done this on a pod yet. Happy birthday, Dolores. Um oh, my lovely wife. Mrs. Mar Mrs. Macri, um her birthday was on Friday, and I hope John was able to give you as many meaningful minutes as he could <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't drop seventy one. I know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yes. Life with kids. Mm hmm. Somewhat in, in inhibiting. Uh, <laughs> what was the? What, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're here. Going a lot of directions here. I'm not going to go in any of them. Uh. Anyway, okay. Let's keep it going. Dom Cappuccini. Can we, as a whole, start to appreciate what Tibbs has done? Rough year. See, this is the tweet or the super chat that gets me to go past one o'clock. Uh, rough year last season. He deserves a lot of flowers for 2023. Um, I, I, I would just, I would just ask that you know everybody, uh, <laughs> you know, continue to recognize being an NBA head coach is a really hard job. And there's a lot of things that go on that we don't know about behind the scenes. And it's never as easy as it uh, seems. So it is always easy to critique from afar. And, um, you know, as long as your critiques are respectful, that's, that's, I'm never going to complain. Um, and yeah, sure. A little praise never hurt anybody. That goes across the board. Yes, it does. Because being an NBA player is hard. Being a front office executive is hard. And all of the things. Well said. Parrish Duggar. Silly to measure Grimes by his numbers. His defense is great. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't disagree. I, I cited his usage before to just drive home the point that he really does not get a lot of shots on this team. And um, it is, I think, hard at times to be a very productive player offensively when you don't see the ball a lot. So even more credit to him for, for what he does. Yeah. Thanks Parrish. Mark Sable. What's going on, Mark? Good to hear from you, man. Um, welcome back, John and welcome back. Hard nosed basketball to New York. Very hard nosed. These guys, you feel them. You feel them. As I wrote in today's newsletter, you don't, you don't play the Knicks. You persevere them. Mm. That's a good um, line. Why, thank you, sir. Yes. I occasionally find a nut. Every now and then. Every now and again, the, the broken clock is right. Twice <laughs> a day, at least, you know. Twice a day. 
<laughs> Darth Dream. I think this is the first $18 super chat I've ever seen. Thank you, Darth Dream. Remember when COVID happened and we were going out of our minds and then the Knicks came back to us? Can't forget um, it. <laughs> playing the Cavs and we got our first glimpse at the God IQ. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, Darth Dream, I will not wax poetic about this for too long. But speaking of the newsletter, so I, th- I wonder if it, it still works this way. It used to be that you went to some page on Substack, maybe the archive for my newsletter or something, and it would show the most read newsletters in the history of the of the thing, which JB actually started the newsletter back uh, in my goodness, uh, like March of 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. For a while, a good while, the newsletter I wrote after that Cavs preseason game was the most read newsletter that I ever had. Because I remember the title, like, like something like the Knicks have found their point guard or like our point guard is here or like something like that. I was so, I was, and it was like the first four minutes of the game. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I was just like all quickly. It was like, Boom, 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 boom. Three, dish, dish, three, floater. Like, oh my God, what is this? What is this thing that we have? I can go a step further with that. Um, For the first year and a half of the YouTube channel, the most viewed video, live stream, as well as just regular podcast upload or regular YouTube upload, the most viewed thing we had was a 10-minute clip that was just you, you, giving an, a monologue at the beginning of a podcast um, that the title was, is Manuel quickly the point guard of the future mm-hmm. at 10,000 views. And that was the most viewed thing that people listened, people watched people. And honestly, people listened to it because it was just a manual, a picture of Emmanuel quickly and a waveform of you talking. His, his career we're talking about a third-year player. What is he? Twenty-three, something like 23? that. I'll look it up. I think he's um, <clears throat> his yep. career trajectory at this point has to be. I, I'm gonna. I'll. I'm gonna do it. I'll go ahead and I'll nudge him above RJ for most fascinating career trajectory in terms of what I am post personally most curious about where this goes. Because, like, I think the Jason Terry comps have been used in the past, right? And Jason Terry scored, my God, Jason Terry scored, like, didn't he score, like, 18,000 points or some insane number of points in the league? Like, I don't I don't think Quickly's ever going to get, because Quickly, because Terry came into the league, like, just put, I'm on teams where there were bad teams, and just put up a ton of shots. I don't think Quickly's ever going to maybe score to that level. Um. Maybe he will. I don't know. But like, does he go that route? And he be, he goes down as like one, maybe one of the best six men of his generation. Or is there, are we still sleeping on Emmanuel quickly? <laughs> Shout out to Yash. Uh, and is there another level that he could reach at some point? Like I, I talk about a guy I'm done putting ceilings on. Again, he's the third best player on a team that, by all indications, is one of the seven or eight best teams in the league. So, 